Like, why did you call me in here so I can bring four kids? Because now I just literally stormed out of there and sat in my car and cried. And then tried to pull it together. Started driving home past this preschool that says they're taking kids. Called them and I'm like, can you handle special needs kids? And the lady was like, yes. You know, it's crazy how much you forget in um, in the whole special needs world. I forgot Cal got, I guess, kind of kicked out of a school. Rejected. Yeah. <laughs> I, His first time going to a preschool, and they rejected him. And that was before diagnosis. That was before there, diagnosis, It was during yes. the process of a diagnosis. I think we had just started. Or yeah. there, were, there were questions. Something was going on. No, yeah. We were on the wait list to see the developmental pediatrician, but I was going back to work, so I was finding a preschool for him. And I had called and spoke to this preschool several times. They told me to come in. They acted like they could handle him. And then I literally brought four kids in with me, the three middle ones and then the baby, walk into the office, sit down just for the director to tell me, I'm sorry, but we can't handle your kid. But really not in that nice of a terms. Yeah. yeah. Like it's like, okay, he's autistic or he's going to be. She was talking very nice to me. And just letting me down slowly. And I literally got up and I'm like, why did you have to do this in person? Like, why did you call me in here so I can bring four kids? Because now I just literally stormed out of there and sat in my car and cried. And then tried to pull it together. Started driving home past this preschool that says they're taking kids. Called them and I'm like, can you handle special needs kids? And the lady was like, yes. And I'm like, well, this school down the street <laughs> just rejected me. What was the lady's reason for do- that is maybe she was just trying to be a pro to do it in person. But that's weird, right? That is not something you do in person. She didn't need to tell me that in person. Yeah. Rejection's rejection. You don't have to do it in person. You, yes, could, you like, could just say, hey, I'm sorry, this isn't going to work. And they were a private school. They didn't have to take them. They, so they did work with um, speech and OT and all that, but clearly they haven't really worked with autistic children. Yeah, this Actually, is a lot different. Yeah. They have worked with autistic children and they couldn't handle it, so they rejected them later on. But I'm like, I say all the time, stab me in the heart. That's stabbing me in the heart. Like, that, well, like, you can really. The other part of it is, too, is you didn't just go in there with him. You did take our three other kids. And I do think you were probably expecting. You were expecting good news, better news, right? I was excited. I yeah. found a place and I called around and specifically said, this is what he needs. Oh, you know? God. And I, then you just, you hurt me. Like, I, they hurt me the way they did that. Yeah. I No bad intentions, I don't think, on that lady's part. She just, you know, nobody knows how to deal with these situations, right? The right way. Like, she probably thought, well, at least I'm going to respect this lady and, and do face-to-face. Like, she probably thought that. Yeah, and it backfired because <laughs> I was pissed. She killed you. Oh, my God. I was so mad. I forgot. I literally just stormed out. I and forgot. I'm like, I cannot believe you did this in person. Like, this yeah, is ridiculous. I can't believe I forgot. It's amazing, like, the whole a- autism thing, like, how much you forget. Like, you just forget. Somebody, what you go through. Yeah. Somebody asked me the other day, they're like, hey, you're not on the radio anymore, and... And I was like, yeah, I kind of, uh, I'm kind of became like an accidental advocate for autism. (laughs) I really, I just, uh, I spent a lot of time working in this, in this arena doing things that I never really thought I'd be doing. But that's what parents need. Yeah. And when I left the developmental pediatrician's office, when he was diagnosed, they said, you're your child's biggest advocate and you have a voice, you know? You just, the thing about it is, yeah, you are. You just have to be careful about getting too emotional about your kid. Which I am emotional, yeah, and well, you could pull it together. Well, well yeah, it's it just 
look, there's no handbook for this. There's no playbook for this. You know, we're not running plays like on a football field. You just have to evaluate each situation. And then some days, like yesterday, I don't know, for whatever reason, I was just like, I'm just, I'm so done with all this. Like, I just, I, it was just, he had another meltdown yesterday afternoon, except the car line was great. Lola was with me as therapist. We went to pick up the other kids. You had clients. The car ride is great. It's like amazing. I even kind of whispered to Lola way home. I'm like, this is pretty cool. He's doing awesome. She's like, mm-hmm. She's, She's like, like, don't speak to She's soon. thinking to herself like, shut up, man. Don't say a word, you know. Second we get home. H- home? Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. Go back. Go back. I'm like, oh, God. I'm like, why? We made it all the way home. And I'm like, oh, my God. So you get home last night, and I'm like, you know, this is like two or three days in a row of these just meltdowns. It's just, it's sucking the soul out of me. I know, it does. Like, I am so tired, not physically tired, just whatever it is. And some people are like, well, you're, you're emotionally tired. I'm like, don't tell me what I am. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I am. Well, I just, I mean, I'm like, I just wanted to like lay down, close my eyes, and maybe wake up in a month or two. You know, oh like, my God, I just needed to hibernate. I was like, I need to, I need hibernation. Well, it does take the life out of you, but you've heard people say before, like you can mess with me, but don't mess with my kid. Yeah. That lady, I felt like you just messed with my kid. Okay. I know that's how you like, felt. You're rejecting him. There's no way that's how she was trying to do it. There, I know, but the, the place he ended up going to, the lady was very nice and they worked with me. They did all a the good time job. They with, did a good yeah, job, right? With his therapy, and she was very nice. I, I had her I think coronavirus, they had to shut down or something, and... Yeah, they did, and then he ended up... I ended up keeping him home until he went to... Yeah, it pre-K, got... Like, the threes program. Without coronavirus, and I'm talking about the original, uh, like, March 2020 coronavirus, he probably would have stayed there for a while, and he did well. They were very nice people there. I liked them. They Super had a good nice, setup. Yeah. yeah, they had a pretty good setup. I do one of the teacher's hair. Still? Yeah. Damn. And then she actually left that preschool, and now she works for an elementary school, and she's trying to be a special ed teacher. Good for her. Yeah. That's it. Um, it's just amazing how much you forget, like how much this like just changes. I, I, like, I literally was like, wait a minute, Cal got rejected from a program? I don't remember that. And then you told me a story. I'm like, I do remember that. Well, I forgot about it, except I passed it the other day. And I brought back all the memories. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh, lady, you don't know what you did. You got a little PTSD driving by? I did. Man. It was awful. Should have gone in there and settled the score. Stop it. I'll see you in the parking lot in five minutes, lady. <laughs> get out there. No, but settle it's true. Up. Like when I get emotional in those situations, you try to talk through it and kind of understand both sides. And yeah, which is very different from the old me. Yeah, it's very different. I'd have been like, ah, screw her. Who cares? She's an idiot. Well, I <laughs> Now think- I'm like, you know... Uh, everybody deserves a little bit of patience in dealing with this because this is really, nobody knows the right answer. I mean, sometimes I think as teachers at school, like they're trying to say, here's the problem. They're trying to say what they think they should say. They're also trying to say what won't upset the parents the most. Right. The problem with all that is, is what gets lost in that is usually the truth, right? Right. And it's like, like you even said yesterday, and I think you're kind of right. Like, his daily reports are like, oh, good day, good day. He had a good day. He had a good day. It's like, wait a minute. Is this because a letter was just sent by his ABA therapist questioning a bunch of things? It's like, absolutely right, because I take pictures of the paper every oh week. God. I have pictures of the paper. I have a record of it. And every week you're telling me there's a problem, there's a problem, there's a meltdown, blah, blah, blah. And now it's like, oh, he had a good day. Oh, he had a good day. And I'm like, these people are lying to me. <laughs> like, that's... that's Absolutely ridiculous because polygraph hook them up. Let's go. Oh my gosh, let's go. But 
I just want to say when um, I got I had the IEP meeting about him possibly going to a blended class later on in the year. I had brought up the fact that he's with other kids that could be more severe than him, you know, and he gets a lot of therapy and not all kids do, you know? Yeah. So if the fact of like biting his arm or banging his head or whatever, I'm like, he could be acting like that because he's frustrated from the other kids or not getting the attention he needs. Yep. So maybe if he was in a blended classroom, he's not going to act like that. If he had an ABA with him, one-on-one you know, one-on-one support next to him. Yeah. You're frustrated right now. <laughs> You're just frustrated. And I okay. get it. And I get it. And I think the teachers are frustrated and we're all frustrated. And you just, you know, you, you get stuck in this situation. The other problem, too, is that there's no, you know, when it comes to special needs, there's no real leadership anywhere. Right? It's everybody's right. opinions. It's just there's just no real leadership. It's just not. And I'm, I mean, b- blame, I don't know. Blame you, blame me, blame the teachers, blame the dog. I mean, just blame whoever. It's just there is no leadership. Right. You know, there's no. And partly it's because this thing is so new, um, at least in being openly discussed. I mean, you know, five, ten years ago, how many podcasts were there about autism? (laughs) Not many. You know what I mean? No, and you can barely find any now. Yeah, this is very young. You know, this is like embryonic. And then you've got parents who are like trying to find their ways. Some parents get depressed. Some parents like want to fight, you know, and I'm like, well, let's not fight. We don't need to fight. You know, there's not a fight. It's that's I get wound up with the people on the school board. You know, I'm going to fight for your kid. Look, you don't need to fight. Okay, there's no fighting necessary. You can be smart. You don't have to fight. You're just using big, tough words. But most most moms especially are very emotional about it. Yeah. And they do get upset. And and that's why they hire advocates. Yeah. Which is amazing that 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 this exists like you can literally go hire somebody some of them are volunteer um i just always question how good of anytime somebody does something for free how good of a service are you really getting but um not to say there's not some great volunteers out there there may be but i just i just feel like it's really incredible that you can go hire these these advocates who will do things for you like write letters show up at meetings basically negotiate your kids iep and really make things better um they're basically your lawyer or an attorney without them having to be an attorney or a lawyer. So yeah, and then you don't have to speak. They speak. They speak on for behalf you. of you. Yeah. yeah, and it kind of keeps some of the emotions out of it. You know, let the advocate be the bad guy. That's right. that's fine. That's great. That's really the way it should be because the teachers and the staff and the administration they're going to get mad because they don't want to get tied up in this. But let them be mad at the advocate. That's cool. Right. You know. Yeah. I mean, my my agent, my old agent, Norm. He used to tell me, let him hate me, just make him love you. Aw, you know what Norm. I mean? Yeah. He's like, he always just say, man, I got enough friends. He's like, I got to walk in there. He's like, eh, let him trash me. I don't care. Yeah. It's true. It's like the same thing. Yeah. It's just, he's like, I got a job to do. You know, so I'll do my little job and you do your job. It's true. It's true. Same thing, special needs parents and advocates and everything like that. It really is. And, you know, I think to a lot of those, you know, it is a job to them and that's, that's fine. That's the way it should be. They don't live with it 24-7. And so it's hard. The parents, I think, go in there going like, oh, well, you just you just think you know everything, you know, but you've only got my kid six hours a day. Who do you think's got this kid the other 18 hours? You know what I mean? Well, just... I think special needs parents are exhausted. Yeah. I mean, you really don't know what the day is going to bring. I mean, I dropped him off this morning and I always send him in with his breakfast 
And then he handed it to me and I was like, oh, do you want your breakfast back? And he didn't remember, wasn't listening. So I put it in his backpack and the helper at the gate was like, I've never seen him say no to his breakfast. And then he's like, where's my breakfast? Where's my breakfast? And I was like, here you go. Here you go. And she's like, oh, no, I spoke so too soon. And I was like, yeah, he heard you. The gatekeepers, (laughs) literally the gatekeepers, the ones at the gate in the morning. Yes. It should be a silence. It should be no talking policy because you don't know what you're going to say. The light bulb goes off. You should have saw the light bulb. I'm not He's talking. Like, to- yeah, <laughs> like- I'm like, uh, why did you say that? You have no idea what you may have just done. Like, you know. Oh my god, it's the worst feeling. Like, yeah. Okay, like- there's about to be a huge meltdown. Thanks a lot. It's almost like you have to put words, like little pins on his shirt of like words that don't say this, don't say you know. But then again, that changes every day. So right. you're sort of like, ah, I don't know, I don't know what to say, I don't know what not to say. Well, but- and I think part of that, like the helpers the teachers the school you're dealing with all different types of kids i mean it's the spectrum you yep. know it's everywhere every kid's different so i did see not one autistic person is the same i read that somewhere i believe it yeah i absolutely believe it yeah so. and i think that's why you see the stress of the parents all over social media because you you kind of try to find i'll see them write um questions on some of these pages mm-hmm. it's like hey my kid's doing this and um, you know, and then he does that. Does anyone else go through that? There'll be like 50 comments. Nope. Nope. Sorry. Can't help you. Never heard of that. It's like, <laughs> Why even respond? Well, I think they're just being honest. Oh, they're just kind of like, sorry, I can't really, you know, and it's like, there's so much of that. And I'm like, oh God, like you almost feel bad for these people. It's like, and then someone will be like, well, my kid sort of does that. And then they explain what their kid does. And I'm like, yeah, that's not at all what this person just wrote. That is not even close. You know, it's like you try to seek like somebody. And some of it is you just want someone that sort of understands. But you're like, no, my kid doesn't do that. Never even heard of that. That's crazy. You know, and then you're like, oh, I really am in this all alone. It's like, yes, you really are. Like you really are actually. Well, so you've heard it takes a village. I've never. Yes. <laughs> we've never had that village. I mean, we ha- with four other kids, not including Cal. We've never had that village. I think our only village we had was our nanny at one point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she was our backup. Um, but now I think in the autism world, your village is like your therapist, like the kids therapist, their advocates. There are other special needs families that you could possibly talk to in groups like these groups like you're talking about, but then not everyone can relate. Yeah. And what else is your village too is your downtime, which sounds crazy, but that's when you regroup. Yeah. Like your downtime is your village. Yeah. The two to three hours we take a week for a date night is our regrouping. Well, that or just at night when it's just he goes to sleep and like you just have some downtime. Like yeah. You just, you know, that's part of the village where it's just like, uh, okay, I'm just going to sort of stare off here and think about, try to think about something not related to all of this and tomorrow and everything. But it's really not much. And it's not, honestly, it's not fun. I mean, that's not fun downtime. It's boring because right. you just, you know, whatever. You're just sort of vegetating. You're there. But it's better than a meltdown and all the rest of it. Yeah. But, the worst thing is he's staying up late. Yeah, this isn't this night owl thing, which is exhausting. I know, and it's but it's not even as bad as what I can I read about online with some people. Like kids won't sleep for like two days straight. That's crazy. And I don't ever see him doing that. But then again, then again, you don't know, man. That That would be awful. That yeah. But sleep is a strange. Everything's you know, it's sleep, it's diet, it's um, you know, everything is just it's just so bizarre. It's just so strange to me. 
how this thing just, I don't know. Well, and then the gut issues because of like the way he eats like this certain diet and he does eat some healthy things like fruits and vegetables, but then he has gut issues, which then he gets constipated or sorry, but or he has diarrhea. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, on his paper yesterday, it said he had diarrhea. Yeah. Which, by the way, they used to send me home for. They pi- they made me pick him up one day, drive him to the doctor to get a note saying he has gut issues. So if he ever has diarrhea again, then yeah, we don't have to send him home. That was the middle of coronavirus, and they tried to blame that. And it was the <laughs> stupidest thing. You know, well, they diarrhea could be coronavirus. I'm like, oh, my God. You people with your diarrhea and coronavirus, stop it. Stop I it. Know. Nobody's <laughs> No, but I had to get a note so he can go back to school. No, and we even said saying uh, he has gut issues. No, and then the doctor, I remember was like, you know, they were worried about coronavirus. Can you test him? They're like, We're not testing him for coronavirus because he had diarrhea. It's like we don't have enough tests for that. That's ridiculous. Yeah, because they know our he already he already has gut issues. Yeah. I and mean, it's funny though because And the, the nurse knew that. Yeah, and then but the nurses too, again, you're dealing with you know, she just they want to get people out of there. They want to do whatever. But as soon as you say, hey, I went to the doctor and the doctor pretty much says, let you know, you really can't be sending people home because of diarrhea and blaming coronavirus. She's like, OK, they back right down. I mean, yeah. So the parents really are in control yeah, at some at some extent. point. Yeah. You, well, you just again, you have to be vocal about it. You just don't want to be vocal while completely pissing these people off. Right. You know, because then there was another day where he bumped his head and she's like, he needs to go home immediately. It's like, lady, come on. Like, I know. <laughs> It's awful. But she's the same nurse as for kids that are not in special needs. So she's just dealing with all these things. And she's like, he's melting down. He bumped his head. I'm like, I know. And I know other kids aren't special needs. Probably don't do this. You're a little overwhelmed. And that's fine. I get it. Let's figure this out. But you can't call every time something like there's a meltdown and say you have to he has to be picked up just because you can't deal with them because this is what the special needs program is supposed to be Why for. Why do you have an autistic program? Right. If you can't handle it. I know. I thought they need a special nurse, but that's just going to cost too much money. Like a special needs nurse. Could you imagine? But that's just going to cost too much money. Yeah. I mean, I think it honestly goes back to having ABA therapists and stuff in schools. They would really help they themselves. One-on-one. Yeah. If they could allow their therapist to get, to get into the school. Or even, I even thought too, like, was, is there like a day or something like could some of his siblings like could Charlie go to school with them for like four hours a day? I don't know. I mean, that doesn't exist. I know. but Plus she goes to a different school. I know, but maybe they would give her like she could get out of a class that she was already doing well in and spend the last four hours there with him on like a Friday. That's interesting. Yeah. Just because that makes him he's very connected. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the one thing about special needs kids too, you think about like they don't, it'll sound bad, but a lot of them don't have friends outside of school or meaningful relationships because they don't see these kids a lot. Oh, special needs kids? Yeah. These, yeah. Like special needs play dates. It just doesn't happen a lot. No. Right? So no, no, especially at this I mean, age. I just feel like what special needs parent, I don't want to take somebody else's kid. Well, I yeah, I don't think it would be like versa, that. You know? I think it would be meet at a park or, you know, oh, yeah. or something, but that wouldn't happen very often. So I thought, you know, the, the the siblings are often the friend, the family, right? everything. They're everything, right? And yeah. he really, I don't know about, I can't speak for everybody, he really likes his siblings. He calls them the kids. Yeah, because we say the kids. He groups them all as the kids. Oh, the right. kids. Oh, look, the kids. And I was like, well, maybe he, they could get involved at some point in school to make, I don't know, just to switch it up a little bit, make it different. I don't yeah. know. I'm sure they'll say no. but It's interesting, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nope, next. Okay, on to the next. <laughs> Whatever. 
But those are the things I lay in bed thinking about, like what else could be integrated or added or taken away to sort of make his experience better, in turn making the experience better for his teachers and aides and everybody else involved with the, with the program. It's all very tricky. You know, I emailed yep. back to get the number, her cell phone number. And she oh, wrote, we never told people <laughs> the update on that. She just said, I can't give out my personal information. If you're having a problem at the gate, they can call me to dispatch me, whatever. Of course, I talked to our ABA therapist about it, and she's like, yeah, they're just kicking the can down the road. Yeah. Well, so, first off, she can give you her cell phone number. What well, she needed she to write I was, I am I choose to not give my number out, my personal number to anybody. And that's fine. Like, that's cool. Yeah. She but, actually, like, she's not allowed. Oh, bull. They all give it out. <laughs> all the teachers are giving their numbers out. So, yeah. Okay. Anyways. And then they'll call her, is what they're saying, if there's a problem at the gate. That's what she said. Well, there's been two years of problems at or the gate. Or I can call the front office. I don't think the teachers know that. No. Because it's been two years of issues at the gate and they haven't called once. Two years. I mean, come on. And I still haven't seen her. (laughs) Like, how about you just come to the gate and introduce yourself to me? You know? That's interesting. Like, you're not there in the morning ever. Well, I said too. Or the afternoon. Like, she should be doing, like, I would at least be doing weekly videos and sending them to the parents. Because, God, we get all these emails about this school and most of them are just like, please stop this. Like, whatever, okay? Oh, I know. Like, my phone's ringing off the hook with three different schools yeah it's just a lot of this information is 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 anybody really getting anything out of this or are we just checking boxes pick me pick me we're checking boxes okay (laughs) so then i i thought well maybe she should do a weekly podcast the special needs just to keep the parents engaged yeah like not a daily that's a lot a weekly once a week or just a video podcast less than once a week your podcast really isn't doing much i mean it's just you know Okay, there's a couple of examples out there. You know, uh, Rogan could do one once a month and, and get away with it. And But I'm just talking about these kind of community stuff like that. Less than once a week, it's just not, it's not meaningful. It's, I'm sorry, it's not enough. Right. Well, if they did one once a week, it doesn't have to be 30 minutes. It, it could be five minutes just to give some updates. You know what I mean? Make just, the parents feel better. Yeah. Hey, I'm on it. Here's some things I've noticed. Here's some national news stories about special needs. Here's some local news stories. Here's some things we're thinking about. You know what I mean? Here's how you get a hold of me. Not on my personal cell phone, but here's my email address. Yeah. You know, like like just, I don't know, uh, things like that. You know, here's here's a couple of wins we had. Here's a couple of big wins that the schools had. Oh, here's an issue coming up at the school bu- uh, the school board meeting next month, and it relates to special needs. So I just want to give you the heads up. I'll be there. Maybe more parents could come and get vocal about it. You know what I mean? Like actually build a community. Like actually do something. Well, that would be good. Of course it's not it gonna would happen. be. It's not going to happen. No, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. You know what I mean? It's not. She's going to say she's too busy. All these people say they're too busy. But they're not too busy. They're trained to say they're too busy. Yeah, they are. You know what I mean? Like they're trained to say they're too busy. So... Or she's too busy because she needs help. Right. Like, she'll go to her boss and say, just tell them you're too busy. You know, that's what I tell everybody. You tell them that, too. Yeah. But to keep it positive, um, even though it's hard dealing with the school system to keep it positive, it's just, you know, when they get home, then you're back in control. And I just say to myself, he's getting some interaction at school that he otherwise wouldn't get. And I appreciate that. I can't think that's bad for him. Right. Could things be better? Oh, yeah. As he would say, oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> <He> <laughs> does he want more? Voice. Does he want more interaction? 
okay. <laughs> he would also say that. But do you remember when you couldn't wait to hear his voice? Like yeah. what it would sound like because he wasn't talking? Yeah. It's so cute. Yeah, it, <laughs> it is. He does these impressions. I don't know who the impressions are, are of. I don't I don't know where he gets this. some cartoons or something, but it's not the ones that I really hear him or see him watch. Yeah, I guess he just changes it, whatever. But yeah. he does these cute little voices and I'm like, well, who's that? I know. You know, it's like, Cal, do you want to go to the kids football game? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> do you want more pizza? OK. OK. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Except the worst is when you're driving and he's like, no, 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 no. Oh, yeah. Or, oh, go no. left. Go left. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm like, oh, no, it's right. <laughs> You're like, oh, my God, what's about to happen? I'm scared for the next. Sometimes I say to myself, I'm scared for the next hour of my life. I'm scared. I know. I want to crawl up in a ball and I just want to go, I want my mommy. I'm scared. <laughs> I want my mommy. <laughs> no, it does. Scared it does make you feel like what's going to happen. And then the anxiety. Uh, yeah. 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 Although I will say I listened to a couple of other podcasts autism related and a lot of them are, are really good in their own way S- many of them are too dry for me um they're very educational in nature um they have experts on which is great there's a time and place for that and these people sound so well rested so just healthy so happy so upbeat i'm yeah. like yeah this ain't real yeah. <laughs> i'm like these people these are actors these are actors this oh isn't real gosh. I but know. It is. We feel beat, but we do have four other kids, so it's hard, and we're trying to give them the best life we can, too, and do all their sports and stuff. Yeah, Trey, I, I did not promise him I was taking the Dick Sporting Goods today. Well, he has it in your in his head. Well, he's clearly mistaken, because I said today or tomorrow. Thinking to myself, I think tomorrow would be better, but now I don't think tomorrow would be better, so maybe it will be today. I just don't really want to go. But The expectations ugh. they have. And they just make up their mind for you and then make you feel bad. Yeah. He's so slick, man. I walked out this morning and he's like, so like what, like, what do you think in Dick's Sporting Goods? Like, like 345, 415, or like, are you thinking more like a six or seven? That's how he talks. And I'm like, <laughs> thinking about taking off your hat and beating you down with it's what I'm thinking about, you <laughs> jerk. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I don't know. I really, I, 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 Honestly, I don't even know what day it is right now. I got to figure this all out. Maybe it's tomorrow, like whatever. Your game is until Saturday. I know you need a new bat. You'll get it. It's all good. You'll get it. I just, I got to, we got to figure all this out. And then Austin's on a field trip. And for some reason, I thought we had to pick her up from her field trip. But I guess we don't. They're going to no. bust her back home or to the school. <clears throat> um, so we're everywhere. Yeah. And, and I really def- thought about doing a happy hour today. Um, maybe even by myself. But I don't know. <laughs> Well, the stuff Which we have to think about. about. Charlie has a dentist appointment when? tomorrow oh. at 2 o'clock. Cal has ABA therapy from 9 to 12. He's missing school tomorrow because ABA therapy is more important right now. And the scheduling. Um, so he can miss school for therapies whenever. But then I'm like, do I pick the three middle kids up early from school because ABA therapist is here? Oh, don't or do I out. wait until the ABA therapist leaves? Then I take him with me and then I just wait for a meltdown because okay. we go into the school. Okay, and see then now we have to what you're doing. You're doing what you're what I always <laughs> tell you you're doing. You're experiencing failure in advance. Oh my gosh. Stop it. Like I just know. I haven't even talked to you about this. Don't. I'm not <laughs> even listening. Like I just it's, it's this is what goes through my head. Yeah, it's just too much. And none of it's going it. to matter because no matter what, you're going to do something totally different. And then there's going to be these external forces, namely a meltdown, that's going to change us all anyway. 
So none of this is really going to happen. I know. I'm just saying the planning that goes into a special needs kid, you know, just taking him him into a building and out of a building. It's like, do I really want to do that? I don't think I do. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know. I don't know how your mind works like that. It never solves anything. It's just you're just like laying it all out there. And I'm always stressed out. Yeah. It just it just uh, You'd be better off thinking, you know, honestly, what came first, the chicken or the egg? Like, because you could really (laughs) figure some things out, like, with that. But this is like, there's just, there's no way. I'm just saying it's chaos. Yeah. Sounds like chaos and there's meltdowns and... Maybe you do fight chaos with chaos. I don't know. They say you fight fire with fire. Maybe it's the same thing. Those are like those idioms that we can't say in front of cow because they'd be like, wait, what? Fight fire with fire. No, you can't. The like weird thing is, I mean, not weird, but as he gets older, you're not going to be able to talk like that either. Like Trey, our nine-year-old, who's like a sales guy, he he <laughs> comes up with his own stuff. Oh, you yeah. You know? And he is slick. Oh, he's and slick. And everyone loves him. Yeah. But it can, it can weigh on you a little bit because he's like, man, he just keeps going and going and going Firing and going. Firing things off. Oh, man. He's just, he's, he's ready for the battle. And he was the baby of the family for a long time before Cal came along. Yeah. And all the attention I have to give to Cal, he gets very jealous. He does, but you know, his he's found his outlet in sports, and he's done a good job with that. Yeah, it's he's, good. He's found his outlet in sports, and it, that kind of has made up for the not being as um, uh, as served yeah. as he'd like to be. The baby, because he was the baby, and you treated him like the baby, by the way. Yeah, I like did. Like you treated Forever. him like the baby, and so he kind of got used to that, and then now he's you know kind of suffering with. Not suffering, but he's, he's just jealous. Yeah, he gets a little bit jealous when you know he'll walk in. You'll be holding Cal, yeah, and he's like, "Well, you know, you could put your arms around me." Sometimes he'll even say that too. Yeah, he'll, but he'll be like, "You know, you could give me a hug too." But Cal doesn't like it. Yeah, I could see now. Cal doesn't like it. Actually, yesterday Trey was sitting by me in the big chair, and I had my arm around him, and Cal came and jumped right in between us. Yeah, yeah, he would not be, do good with a baby. And we're done having babies, but I'm just saying Cal would not do good with a baby sibling. No, no, that's, well, no, that, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> either would anybody else actually. Uh, All right. Just for fun, I'm going to email the school ABA and ask her for her cell phone number eh. just for fun. That's what's on my agenda today for fun. Oh my. What do you think her answer is? No. Oh my God. What if she sends it to me? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Well, she might, because then it's the second parent asking. That would be awesome. I'm I'm actually emailing her right now, and I'm gonna say, "Hey, just curious. Never met you. Never talked to you. I was wondering if I could just get your cell phone number. Yeah. <laughs> See what she says. Well, good luck. <laughs>